Yeah. Uh, speaking of that VMAs, that's the VMAs where they left Stevie Wonder on stage by accident. Everyone did. And then like oh, in a commercial, yeah. you can see that. him just sitting there and it's like, oh my God, who did we leave Stevie? Is it who got, who's getting Stevie? You know, like they I don't know. They they actually showed part of it on TV because it was just there. It's like SNL in between sketches. Like yeah. he's just sitting there. So um Woof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's try to brighten it up a little bit. Speaking uh, of woof, there's a great dog story in this one, guys. <laughs> God bless. We haven't even started the show yet. Segways. Uh, uh, fuck it. Let's just go ahead and get started. Closing down a fixing an Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Trash Movie Kings podcast. I am your host, Adam Edwards. Excuse me. (laughs) Off to a great start. Joining me this week, J.D. Karpicki. J.D., how the hell are you? I'm doing great, guys. (laughs) I was going to try to pull one out. Sorry. Um, I was doing horrible before. had some car issues, but... Then I heard some of the shit that happened in this movie. I felt a lot better about myself. Um, yeah. This was fun. This is. You think, you know, Chuck Norris. <laughs> but he's blonde in this one. Pretty much the same. But uh, but no, he's this is this really. I, I, I don't I don't know what this movie was, but it made me feel like it gave me a complete 180 and how I was feeling. So thanks for pulling me out of that, guys. That's good. Uh, yeah, it 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 also gave me a complete 180 on how I was feeling because uh, before this, uh, Giles and I were texting. By the way, Giles also with us this week. Um, hey guys, <laughs> Joey, JP, and Apocalypse are all out on assignment. Uh, Giles is joining us, but uh, Giles and I both separately were watching the Astros game, and uh, we won big. We went up to nothing. Yeah. As a reminder to the listeners, we record these on Thursdays, so who the hell knows what happens by the time this mo- this episode comes out? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was feeling pretty pretty high when we started this. Uh, so one of my routines, it turns out, for the ALCS is to uh, drink Martin. Sorry, I shouldn't say the actual brewery, but uh, a specific Ooh. beer mm-hmm. uh, because it gives the Astros good mojo. And I've had six of them before we started. And so I'm very like <laughs> bloated and burpy. Um, and then I had a couple of Southern stars during the show. So mm-hmm. it's been brutal. But yeah, I, I was riding high. And then we watched this movie. Yeah, I've been uh, drinking my customary H-E-B Wild Red. Um, Not which... a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> 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 we tried. We tried with Wild Red. Yeah. <laughs> um, which uh you know uh not not as wild as this as this film that we watched but uh you know it does the trick uh <laughs> i was I, I i was initially quite excited um and pleased uh to be a part of this uh episode tonight because we did a chuck norris film um and you know there's a trash cinema stalwart there but but silent rage Perhaps not his best. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? If this is his best, I'm very concerned. Uh, so th- we, tonight, <laughs> as, as as Giles mentioned, tonight we watch 1982's Silent Rage, starring Texas's own Chuck Charles Norris. Toot 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 toot. Uh, but yeah, we watch Silent Rage. It is a Chuck Norris. So I picked this one because I thought it was, it's kind of billed as a horror film and we're in October and we're trying mm-hmm. to watch more horror films and it, it kind of has some elements in there, but it, it, to me, it didn't quite land. So the, the general premise is you've got an ax murderer uh, and, and Chuck Norris is your sheriff who is trying to save the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be a little more slashery, 
I, I don't know what this movie was. Uh, yeah. But- this has always been on my, you know, sort of trash cinema to watch list because uh, Chuck Norris's film career is spotty at best, but he has some bangers. And, you know, it's Chuck Norris. He, you know, like there's sort of some iconic Texan kitschy bag, like, like, like good baggage there um, mm. that, you know, will make me pleased to try out different stuff that he, he starred in, um, especially early stuff like, 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 like pre Walker, Texas Ranger Chuck, you know, he did, he did all kinds of stuff. Um, so I've always been curious about this one, um, not just for Chuck, but also the fact that it did have sort of this sci-fi slasher bent to it. And also it was shot in Dallas. And, you know, I'm I'm always happy to check out new movies I haven't seen before that were shot around Texas. Um, Some great Texas landmarks in this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> like that dirt road, remember? <laughs> like that dirt road, yeah, like that gully. The yep. nondescript bar. Yeah, like that, that's a thing. Like you don't like like okay, like it was shot in and around Dallas, but you don't see a lick of that. It like it could have been shot, you know, on the back lot. And we do have some sci-fi slasher elements here, but the tone juggling isn't so great. And this movie is what, Adam? It was like a an hour forty, an hour forty-five. Mm-hmm. At hour least, 40. yeah. It was brutal. And it, really should have been a tight 80 and if it were i think we'd we'd be we'd be a you know a bit more peppy about it yeah yeah this thing drags yeah. on and you mentioned the story about chuck norris and the the love scenes right yeah so what like you know like like as far as things in the unique pile um <laughs> you know i've seen you know various chuck norris movies where maybe there is a love interest but it's always generally pretty perfunctory and not particularly steamy mm-hmm. um this one actually we see two different love scenes with like some nudity and he's you know and, and he's and he's you know given smooches and uh and you know you know drinking wine and rolling around in a hammock and apparently and you know i guess graham salt because this is quite simply just me skimming the wikipedia page but um <laughs> apparently chuck's fans or like he heard you know like like after the fact like oh they didn't much care for the fact seeing you you know boning down and he made a point to avoid such scenes it kind of shaped the rest of his career in a way i mean yeah yeah i don't know many of his 90s movies but he you know the walker role is very like you know wholesome yeah i think i think once you get into like the walker era which was kind of a family show Mm -hmm. like in a sense like you know it sort of had like that a kind of like prime time conservative like morality to it. So like like and also too like around the time of Walker, you're getting into movies like Top Dog and stuff, or or like whatever it's called. Oh yeah. Um and and uh and uh sidekicks. Uh like the famous, you know, uh the the uh the uh, the nineties kid favorite sidekick. So mm-hmm. <laughs> at a certain point he's really kind of getting away from his sleazy canon films era. Yeah. And not really doing any type of love scene. So this might've been a one-off in that sense. And, you know, it was kind of fun to watch sort of. <laughs> it, it was interesting to see him like that. Cause like, yeah, it, I, I brought that up because I feel like the whole like sci-fi or slasher or horror aspect of this was kind of watered down for the same reason. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, what if he's an alien? It's like, mm, nah, you know, it's like, well, what if he's like a monster or something? I don't, can you just fight him like a man? You know, like it just yeah. feels very like manly in a weird way, but he's just, just this, the bad guy's like an indestructible. Right. Know. It's kind of like a Frankenstein thing where mm-hmm. they're, you know, like this serial killer gets gunned down and they bring him back to life with their super science juice or whatever. And, you know, and the monster runs amok. Um, and, you know, there are some good violent kills in this movie. Um, but there's also like the, clearly there's, uh, you know, like a slasher influence, uh, here where we see Mm -hmm. lots of like lots of extended POV shots of our killer roaming hallways and homes and hospitals, which, you know, on paper, I'm generally on board for that kind of thing, but this, but these scenes drag on, drag on, drag on. Um, yeah, they'll like center on the protagonist sometimes, or, you know, one of the good guys as they're like sneaking around and it takes them like a good minute just to sneak and they're like oh this way that way this way that way and no matter how long they take the killer's just right there and he like jumps out mm-hmm, and he like yeah. does his little dance and then he goes after him so 
Yeah, but congratulations I mean, on telling like a five second plot. By the way, that was pretty impressive. Well, but that's that's all that this movie is. That's what it is, right? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, killer. You have a a weird guy who wakes up very sweaty and kills people because he's so sweaty, yeah. and then he gets killed. <laughs> which, by the way, the the opening of this movie is probably a three minute oneer, if I yeah. had to guess. Like it's it's pretty lengthy. It's like an Altman oneer. It's pretty yeah. impressive how they move that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go anywhere or do well, that's, anything that's my biggest gripe with the movie is like the shot was really impressive some of the camera work is very interesting yeah in the 80s like they chuck norris is having this talk just face you know perpendicular we're facing them and then like the camera just goes through their conversation onto like some sort of cop car or some other things that are happening it's very interesting but like the beginning the we open on the villain like there's like a 30 second uh fred olin ray um, credit sequence <laughs> just on a staring stained glass at a, window <laughs> glass window and then the camera somebody just picks it up off the tripod and points it down and mm-hmm. it's like oh there's the sweaty guy what's he doing yeah you know and he wakes up in this house and there's kids running around playing like cowboys and indians and laser tag and they're just yelling at each other one of the kids says you ain't shit and yeah <laughs> one of my favorite lines to hear a kid say that that you directed this Chuck Norris picture. And they just yell, shit, 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 shit. He's waking up to these kids. There's this woman talking to him. He doesn't know any of these people. Like we we don't understand why this guy's there, why he's sweaty, why he's like zombie-like. He looks at her. And she says something to him. She's like, kids, aren't they crazy? Well, you don't have to be rude. And then he just like, and he like leaves out the door. He starts chopping wood like all can't do this. It's just the weirdest opening. And they never explain it. They never go back to it. The whole point of the movie is that these crazy doctors after this guy dies are bringing him back to life. But they never explain why he was a crazy weirdo zombie to begin with or or who he knew at that house or why right. he was sleeping there. Like, there's no no explanation. Yeah. <sighs> that wasn't the plot. I'm just. Yeah, on that. I mean, like to kind of belabor the Frankenstein metaphor. Silent Rage feels like three movies kind of stitched together because 100%. God for you have this sort of Frankenstein angle. You have some very, you know, like a like traditional slasher beats befitting 1982. And then you have scenes of Chuck as our sheriff and like, you know, his kind of goofy overweight deputy. Well, more on him later. Uh, Much like, and like scenes of Chuck as the sheriff and his deputy, like getting into ruckus with local Hicks at like, at like, you know, like the bar, like there is one very good, like I, I would say like the best scene in the movie because uh, it it stops and lets it be a Chuck Norris movie for a moment um, where he's just kicking the shit out of this biker gang at the bar. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, like this is what a Chuck Norris movie feels like. Um, yeah. And then it plods so much with the slasher stuff and the Frankenstein stuff that it'll be like 10, 15 minutes of that. And then Chuck comes back onto the scene. It's like, oh, right. Yeah, no, this is a Chuck Norris movie mm-hmm. ostensibly. It's a, uh, I, would never uh, like poo-poo the the genre juggling to this movie attempt because I always dig that kind of thing, but this one just didn't quite land, unfortunately. Yeah, it just didn't quite get there. I mean, it's it's kind of all over the place. You've got yeah, not 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 to belabor it too much, but it's just there's so many times where it's like, what the fuck are we doing? We're just we're still walking down this hallway, or we're still having this weird conversation or we're still doing whatever. And then cut to like, I had like one thing written down that I don't even remember exactly what happened, but it was like smash cut to sex. I mean, if you still think that I'm the same starry eyed little innocent, I was then. Oh, they have a history. Oh yeah. It looked like he hadn't met her yet. There's no way you're going to break my heart again. You understand? So, So don't even try talking me into going to bed with you again for all time's sake, because you don't have a snowball's chance in hell. Oh, does he? (laughs) Smash cut. cut. Hell yeah. There's no way we're having a party at my parents' house this weekend. There's just no way. And that was one of the most exciting Uh, things 
in the movie. And now, now that I think about it, it was <laughs> after Chuck. God, was that when was he's it? riding home with her? Yeah, he's riding that. home yeah. with her. For he sees this woman some reason. He meets this woman in the hospital. I think she slaps him. I think it's him that she slaps. I think and so. And then later on, she's talking with one of the doctors, and Chuck comes up like she's like, "Hey, who's this broad?" You know. But they they know each other. It's just like they're not acting like they know each other, or maybe they shot it out of sequence or something. But yeah, it's the classic jump cut, smash cut, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that it's a literal smash cut. Get it? Aye. Okay. So hey, um. But he gets in the car and he starts like touching her ear and she's like, stop it. I'm not going to fall in love with you. Not this time. Not No way. No how. And then they s- cut to them cabin sex. Yeah. It's classic. Yeah. That's like 10 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. And then and then an hour and a half more movie happens. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot happens in this movie, but nothing really happens in this movie. Sorry. I always quote. There it is. Um <laughs> If you're not watching the visual podcast on Spotify or YouTube, please yeah. check it out. You're missing the little things. You're missing the little things. Uh, yeah, but it's it's basically just you've got this Deadpool Wolverine-esque super serum that's going into an axe murderer who then goes on a rampage for some reason uh, and kills everybody except Chuck Norris throws him down a well. Mm-hmm. The end. The end with a decent little like stinger because like you expect like that. So like it pans down the well and you're expecting some type of like, as you thought, Adam, maybe like it'll have sort of like an X-Files ending of like glowing eyes in the dark, that kind of thing. But we instead we have our monster popping out of the water and then bam, freeze freeze frame credits, which, you know, solid. Um, Yeah, we've had that a lot lately. Actually, that's kind of how Las Vegas bloodbath ends. It's kind of how what's the last one with the cat that uh, had the eyes. Uh, Amityville Forer. That's right. The evil escapes. <laughs> yeah. Were, so yeah, that's it's pretty classic. Uh, yeah. And also, can we mention how the guy dies like three times before this? <laughs> like, because uh, he doesn't. I mean, like that's the uh, him falling into a well is probably the easiest thing for him to survive versus right. getting burned well, alive like in the, the car crash. Of... Sorry, JD. I mean, yeah. Oh, please. No, go ahead. I, <laughs> I was going to say, like, the premise is like our like our stitched together Frankenstein monster has like Wolverine powers, right? Like he gets yeah. shot or he cut like any type of wound heals itself. So at the very end, uh, like he's shot out by Norris and then he's trapped in an exploding car and he's on fire and then he he's dives into the thrown water. out of a building. Yeah. Right, right. Like five and, stories at least. Yeah. <laughs> and uh then finally chuck throws him down a well he's like it's over it's over i was like well uh, why yeah (laughs) why that of all things (laughs) he dies almost in every way possible because he gets like stabbed he gets shot um well and it's a window it's wild because they spend these doctors spend so much time talking about this serum that they've created and how it's like they, they they show they take a scalpel to his chest a couple of times and they're like, look, we cut him and he heals immediately. It's wonderful. It's it's great. Yeah. But that and one it, doctor just looks. He doesn't even react. He's like, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. That's all he yeah. says. But then at the end, there's this or toward the end rather, there's mm-hmm. this weird thing. He the 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 Frankenstein guy, the Frankenstein's monster guy goes on his rampage and then shows back up at the medical lab for some reason. We don't really know why. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's pretty banged up. He's been shot a couple times. He's been maybe stabbed a few times, that kind of stuff. And he shows up and for some reason he's back on the, the gurney, like he's on the medical, like on the table and they're, the doctors are talking about him. They're like, look, every wound that he has is fatal. He's the one that got hurt. You know? Everyone a fatal one, and yet they've all healed. Our process is working beyond our wildest imagination. But he's survived them all. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching that, and I'm like, then why the fuck is he on the table? 
<laughs> like, what are we doing? You, you, this whole thing is that he can survive all of this shit. He can regenerate all of this stuff. But why is he? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what are we? I try not to be too too nitpicky about that. But come on, you built these rules and then you're breaking them, like instantly. It, it's very weird. Yeah. It's very weird yeah. to me. He's got the internal organs of a twenty year old man. Oh, God. <laughs> Healed in eighteen hours without a trace. I mean, his internal organs heal faster than that once we. We have the experts. I mean, he's got the internal organs of a twenty-year-old boy. What's this? Sadly, <laughs> specific. There's this one I saw last week. <laughs> yeah, like like this movie has some, I think, fun, like fun genre beats, and like you know, like trashy ideas to throw out but doesn't really commit to it it all feels very just sort of like shruggy okay yeah because you said the plot in like five seconds but my notes are just endless like (laughs) there's so much shit that happens in this movie i want to talk about but it has nothing to do with the plot and it doesn't really matter like um yeah okay so the whole time when they bring up the serum they just bring it out of nowhere it's in this this like jug and he's like, uh, the other process is taking too long. Let's speed it up. And he's like, but we've never tested it before. Well, there's first time for everything. And then the guy, the Serpico doctor, he's like, <laughs> he goes, there's a vegetable who was a man who had a brain and a life. Are you? And then, and then the other guy goes, are you going to give me all that shit about gods and souls and blah, blah, blah. This isn't right. This is illegal. And this is immoral. We have a vegetable laying here on the table. That was a human being with a mind as well as a body. We're going to start talking to me about souls and playing God. No, exactly what I'm talking to you about. We don't know what the formula is going to do to this man's mind. You know, like, I don't, it's just so weird. We think that guy's going to be a good doctor, but they all just end up. They all die. Like, yeah. It's, it's a fucking weird movie, man. It's, yeah. it's like. Anyway, I guess like JD, did did you have any other things in your notes that you wanted to go through? Because I don't even know how to attack this anymore. Like, all right, well, Giles gave the really quick plot. Let's go. Let's take a walk down this uh, story. Let's let's talk about Chuck Norris's first line. So, the guy twenty dies. minutes into the film. <laughs> yes, twenty minutes into the film. John Doe or whatever the monster, the Frankenstein's monster, he's dead. And the, the Serpico doctor comes out and he goes, he, he has no bedside manner. He's like, sorry, he's, he's talking to Chuck Norris. And he goes, sorry, he's dead. What do you want me to do? I don't know. And then Chuck goes, that's okay. Thanks, doctor. He's uh, he's dead. I'm sorry. We did all we could. He was too far gone. Okay. Thanks anyway, doctor. <laughs> Is that the first line he said in the whole movie? Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, all right. Well, see what, what, Can we get a minute mark on that? <laughs> puts his hat on and burp, 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 just leaves um but the first time i'm sorry we meet the deputy i think he's talking about um see my notes are so freaking long i can't even find it here we go yeah he's i don't know what he's talking about but he says something about my motto is always uh, uh walk softly and carry a big stick you, know, you can only let these types go so far walk soft and carry a big stick that's always been my motto and he's got to have a model, Charlie. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, good job. All right. And then moves moves on. Like Chuck Norris has one move. He's like, yeah, I wasn't really listening to that. Bam. And he just walks <laughs> off. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it happens with the girl later, too. She's like, I don't know. How, I, don't know. I promised myself I wasn't going to do that, but I don't know how, how I feel about last night or what about what happened. You know what I mean? And he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, I just feel kind of confused about what happened. You mean last night? One minute yeah. we were driving, and then one yeah, minute we were inside. Me. <laughs> it happens every time. I'm not sure it's what we really want. You know what I mean? Maybe. No. He's playing it. Bad in this. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... There are a few stray moments like that where it's like the movie is kind of almost knowingly, winkingly, winkingly leaning into the fact that, uh, you know, even as at his best and, you know, and like fun to watch, let's be honest here, Norris is a 
is a charisma vacuum and he he, he just is. Uh, So I kind of like the fact the movie leans into him just sort of being just like this monosyllabic uh, uh, just, you know, blunk. (laughs) Well, yeah, he could have been that. I wonder what would, what would have happened if people were like, Hey, you know, those sex scenes we like, we want more of those, you know, would he have changed his career then too? Like to more sex scenes? Yeah. Um, You should do porn, Mr. Norris. Okay. And even more than like his uh, kind of weird back and forth romantic relationship um, in this movie, like if there's an emotional arc, it's this very, very goofy uh, connection he has with um, his wildly unqualified deputy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who Norris talks to like a... Uh, oh like a mentally handicapped younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, and, and by the way, like I, I want to, you know, give, give, give credit here. Uh, we are talking about um, actor Stephen first. Yeah. Um, who, you know, is a very watchable, charming guy. Famously, most famously um, he is uh, one of the, one of the pledges um, and, and animal house. Um um, and and here, you know, he's playing sort of the stock character of like the goofy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, overweight deputy, um, you know, like just like kind of a sweetie who's just sort of, you know, tripping over himself while his, you know, heroic sheriff is, you know, like actually kicking ass. Mm-hmm. And it is that. And he does that well. But until <laughs> anytime this guy opens his mouth for more than uh, five seconds, uh, it's a uh, it's increasingly concerning that you know that he has been given a badge and a and a firearm. Um, there's a particular sequence where they're driving. God, should we just play it? Because Jesus yeah. Christ, <laughs> it's the saddest thing in the whole movie. And play it. Yes, I'm sure. I did something real bad that. I just put on my application to become a deputy, and I just felt guilty about it, and I just wanted to tell you. When I was about six years old, my mama bought me this little white dog, and I played with it the first day, and I got it, like, real dirty. So I was scared, so I wanted to wash it. Going? I put it in the toilet, and I was, you know, washing it with baby powder and everything, and it got all messed up, and I figured, well, I gotta dry this little pooch off, you know? So I didn't want to put it in the dryer because, you know, I thought it would get hurt, you know, rolling around in that thing. And uh, so I put it in the deep freeze <laughs> in the uh, garage. What? And uh, I went out and played and had a good old time and I forgot about it. And later like, on, should I be here for this? <laughs> freezer to get a pot roast out. And there was that poor old dog, frozen solid. I guess he was trying to bark or something because, you know, he had his mouth open. Christ. Just like that. (laughs) Did the writer of Gremlins write this? Like, you know, the famous Santa in the chimney scene? Uh, Don't worry about it. It should go on his record. This man shouldn't be. (laughs) I mean, it's... This is what we were doing the whole time. It's terrible. (laughs) It's terrible. Like, he... Yeah, uh, he's he killed the dog. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about the bit with the dog. He basically tells the sheriff about a time when he was little. He he had a pet puppy, and got him all dirty and wanted to clean him up. So first, he's washing him in the toilet bowl and putting baby powder on. But 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 now he's like he's all wet, and I gotta dry him off. I don't want to put him in the clothes dryer because you know that might hurt the pup. So I put him in the deep freezer. And then I went out and had a good old time. And my mom found him later when he, when she was getting the pot roast. And again, like to kind of give this awful, awful story and this movie, some credit, there are some funny cuts to Norris during this like little monologue (laughs) where he's just sort of like, uh, he's the audience surrogate in that moment, the audience surrogate. But, and so like, it's some pretty funny deadpan reactions from Norris, but instead of firing him on the spot, like he should have, um, or at least, (laughs) or, or, or like at least tenderly, you know, driving to like, like, uh, you know, like a psychiatric clinic to get him some help. Um, (laughs) well, don't worry. 
that's not going to keep you from being a cop. Um, you know, we all, we all get up to crazy shit when we're kids. It's just like, no, well, no, that's yeah. not the appropriate reaction to this horrible story. <laughs> and isn't he dismissive from the beginning? Like, doesn't he go like, oh, yeah, boss, I got to tell you something real bad. When I was six, I had this dog. And he's like, yeah, a lot of people have dogs, Charlie. Yeah, chill yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, I feel like he tries to dismiss it from the beginning. Like, Hold on, Chuck. Let's Is this another one of your stories? Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> um, something else that's maybe equally troubling, at least at the present time, is like they have that bar brawl we talked about. Yeah. There's a bunch of people have taken over this bar and the bartender is in the gallows. Like they have put a noose around his neck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's tied to or if anything, but they're definitely holding him hostage and they're going crazy. They're like burying their faces. There's all sorts of, I mean, the, the bar scene, I called it a rape den because it's basically just really disgusting, pervy guys that are just like, like it's, it's, it's the most explicit vulgar part because they're just, pouring beer on girls and like rubbing against them. So it's real gross, but like, uh, yuck. So anyway, <laughs> so, but so the, all this is happening. There's like 20 guys in this bar, Chuck Norris, somebody just pulled a gun on him or something like that. Deputy runs out. Cause this, cause this barmaid, or I think she's the owner. She comes up with her big boobs and she's like, ever seen any like this big boy. And she flashes him. So he runs out and he like calls his friend, on the telephone or on the I guess it was on the walkie talkie. Yeah, it's like, like on yeah. the short wave or something. He's yeah. like, I think I, I think she really likes me. Uh bah, 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 bah. and then they go back inside and Chuck Norris like kill like just fights oh. everybody and they go back to him and he's like, I think I'm in love. And <laughs> yeah, but please the biggest yeah. I ever seen. Yeah. yeah, he says the biggest I ever seen, and they had tattoos on them. Billy, they were the biggest things I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's how I know. God said I would. That's what I would see. Like this is not good police work. No, this motherfucker is like two lines short of saying M O O N. That spells yeah. tits. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ran away to call someone to tell while while this huge bar brawl was going on. It's it's pretty fucking. It's crazy. fucking wild. He admits to him that he's never been in a fight, like not a fist fight, not nothing. It's like, so did you not go to training? Like if this guy at the end of the movie was like, hey, I stole this uh, this uniform off of cop like 20 years ago and nobody asked me any questions about it. <laughs> you know, and he just died like yeah. that. That would make total sense. And well, and then like, again, like go going back just to this, the weird arc of this character. So towards the end, when our when our when our monsters kind of like on his on his final climatic, you know, rage of silence. Um, he's you know, <laughs> causing all sorts of havoc at the hospital. And our oafish deputy is tenderly caring for the love interest who's been traumatized. So it's yeah. like, he's showing some, you know, basic competence there. And, you know, to give the character credit, he, you know, goes out swinging and um, he's doing his best to, you know, have his first fight with, unfortunately, this, you know, this super soldier monster and the, and like, and the, the our monster kind of gives him a big old bear hug. And I guess it's implied it kind of like, just like cracks his insides. And so Norris yeah. finds him later. He's like, oh, hey, buddy, buddy, buddy. He's like, oh, he hurt me real bad, Sheriff. He hurt me real bad. I did my yeah. best. I tried. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, Norris comes barely, like, like just up to the line of, like, calling him sweetie and kissing him on the cheek. It's oh, actually yeah. He's, like, right here. He's like, it's, it's, it's a legit nice scene. And I was yeah. kind of taken aback by seeing Norris being that, like, tender with a male character. Because yeah. that's something you yeah. catch. It's a nice character bit. Mm -hmm. in this very silly movie but it's kind of ruined by the fact that i know this guy deep froze a dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's what was so weird it's almost like they got to that point of the movie and they're like hey this is going to be the big emotional scene it's going to be good right and they're like well wait this guy's kind of an idiot and it's like well, yeah but he's a lovable not you remember that dog story right that's <laughs> yeah. all we got we just did dog story never been in a fight uh yeah Loves i boobs. think that's it that, I love that's all we got. Like, oh shit! Maybe we got should have tattoos on him. Yeah, he. I mean, they tried to redeem him, like kind of at the end, but they, yeah, they, they didn't do a good job of like setting that up. I guess, but yeah, it was a, it was a really nice moment though. Sure. Yeah. Holds him. Holds him close. Yeah. 
Um, it's yeah. I mean, we could we could talk about random parts of this movie all night long, probably for <laughs> longer than the runtime of the movie, which is shocking because yeah. it's a long movie for a really trash is. movie. Uh, but let, let's go ahead and move on to <clears throat> let's just hit the highlights. Let's move on to favorite parts. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess we'll start with Giles. Giles, did you have any like one, maybe two favorite parts that really jumped out at you? Um, well, again, as, as mentioned, uh, you know, you take your Norris films with a bit of a grain of salt. You kind of grade them on a curve um, of the ones I have seen. Um, this one, I would. You know, I think it easily rates below like some of your heavier hitters like Invasion USA or Missing in Action. Norris has made some fun movies kind of in spite of himself, but um, he's also made uh, some other ones that kind of fall into this category where it's like, well, this would be a decent one to kind of take a nap to or fall asleep to if you have insomnia and you just search his name on Tubi. Um, <laughs> but, you hey, know, that's how we found else, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I always love watching Chuck Norris, uh, you know, like walk into a diner or a bar, some local, some local, like either hick or cholo, <laughs> like, you know, says something sassy and then a brawl ensues. And this movie does have a very good bar brawl. So I enjoyed that just from a pure like action movie, like standpoint. I thought that was, a, that was like good action, good scene, good fighting, you know, uh, I enjoyed that. Um, I, like, not that it was the most like entertaining thing to watch, but just from kind of like a weird, wow, this movie went into a strange place sort of direction. There's an extended scene where Ron Silver, who's like your doctor with a conscience, he's he goes home. His wife is an artist, and they have this long, drawn out thing of like her apologizing that she didn't have time to make dinner because she got distracted with her pain. He's like, oh, it's fine, honey. Like, we'll we'll order a pizza. Honey, I'm home. <laughs> oh, honey. What you doing? Cooking dinner. Painting a butt. <laughs> Good, because I am starving. That was for Justin. Yeah. That's okay. I feel like walking the lift early. Feel all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Bringing guys back from the dead just gets John, me all sad. You. <laughs> yeah. John Kirby. This scene is just so bizarre. Yeah, they're doing that wonder thing again. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't be silly. Pizza's fine. Did she fuck up dinner? Or is she just fine? go at it again? Yeah, I took my part. It's like he's reading his sides right now. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was looking for the script. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get the pizza. No, you won't. You'll end up back at the institute the rest of the night. I'll go. No, no, not tonight. Not tonight. I won't. Well, I got a plan to keep me busy right here. Where's Allison? Well, she's on her way home. Because you got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> he does have you some serpico. He really does. Birthday? <laughs> I'll make my famous cinnamon cake. Honey, don't make your famous cinnamon cake. Why don't you buy one? Why not? People love my cinnamon cake. Nancy, people love you. That's why they tell you they love you. So this part has a score. You know, we stop talking about cake. Yeah. Marie, it's like madrigal or Renaissance music. Like, oh, and I'll bake one of my cinnamon cakes. No, no. People, people love you, and so they tell you that they love your cinnamon cake, but it's not very good. You should just buy a cinnamon cake. And it's like it's this, it's this out of nowhere, like domestic, like kind of uh, yeah. like scene. It's not like funny or charming enough to be entertaining, but it's just like from like a pure like, okay, this movie went down this hole for a strange, you know, yeah. 15 minutes. Well, like, it's odd was, because like, up, up to that point, like Chuck Norris is just busting nuts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And right. Like his balls are empty. And then this guy's like, hey, I don't make your stupid cake because it's gross. Everybody likes you. And like, you know, it's just a weird contrast. <laughs> it's very weird. But so, like, from that sense, I was like, okay, you know what? I, because the rest of this movie is not very, <laughs> not very engaging or exciting, I will at least give it points for just taking strange detours. Um, mm-hmm. So, so if I'm going to pick two things, I enjoyed our extended bar brawl, which was a solid, sturdy action. Um, just good, good classic meat and potatoes, um, 
Chuck Norris um, stunt work there and just our weird little uh, <laughs> dive into like a Cassavetes film starring Ron Silver for like a hot 10 minutes before, you know, shit goes down. Anyways, that's what I got. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Uh, JD, how about you? Well, I already talked about the kids saying, you ain't shit. That was <laughs> one of my favorites line readings. Um, I didn't mention the deputy. Uh, he's about to go into the hallway to quote fight for the first time, I guess. And he's with the girl, like Chuck Norris's girl. And he goes, all right, don't be afraid. <laughs> and I, we were sure he's saying it to himself. <laughs> like, it's funny because that's the first person that doesn't know what's going on. Just watch after. He's like, what's happening? What's happening? Okay, don't be afraid. Let's go. Did he just say, don't be afraid? I think he was talking to himself, talking right? Himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely sure. He's saying it to himself. Still not my favorite part. Uh, there's also another. Okay, this. I promise I'm close to the end. Um, there's a part where Ron Silver is. He goes down for a midnight snack. Apparently, while his girlfriend's out, and he brings out this like massive salami, <laughs> and he's cut, and he's cutting it with a machete. And like we have a POV of the Frankenstein's monster, and he stops cutting it for like a second, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, never mind." And they never really go back to that, but he's literally just cutting the salami, and he like stops for a second. Sorry, again, just a runner-up. My favorite part is Deputy Dummy. For some reason, he walks past this equation on a chalkboard and it looks like a goodwill hunting like <laughs> setup or whatever. And he like looks at it and he's like, Oh, that's some cute squiggles. You know, and then he walks past. <laughs> like there's no I don't know why they put him up to that because he's just like, uh -huh. yeah. And so and then he goes past it and he <laughs> he passes up the chalkboard for the fridge because he sees it. He's like, ooh, like it's just like a fat guy joke, like, oh, the fridge. But there's a biohazard sign on the front. So he's like, mm, I've seen that before. I'm not supposed to touch a hot stove, you know, and like somehow he doesn't die from that. But, um, I just thought that was so funny. That whole bit yeah, is so weird. That, that whole sequence is basically the deputy going, huh, I wish I could read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, oh Jesus. someday, someday yeah. I'll get what those mean. There ain't no pictures. I can't make head or tail of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I halfway thought he was going to accidentally erase it with his shirt or something. Like while he's leaning <laughs> up against. Oh, and uh, just like also wrote one more quick thing about the deputy. Just as, mm -hmm. as just you know, with a movie that's unfortunately as dull as this one, um, you like you just take these little moments of weirdness where you where, where you can get them, but your our 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 first introduction to to uh to the to the to the deputy is like this cut over to him at a diner and he's served two full <laughs> meats of like a cheeseburger and like a plate of chips so he gets two of those which okay yeah sure like he's like an oafish over the deputy fine but then norris sits down our heroic sheriff he's like hey linda i'll just have a hot tea <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a black coffee, nothing no. like that. Just no, a hot tea. <laughs> hot, tea. hot tea, and then you know he uh, he uh, he puts right a few like local like dummies who were talking shit, and then he comes back, sits back down. He's like, "All right, I'll have my cheese omelet, hold the onions." It's like this is like a un <laughs> like uncharacteristically like sort of I don't know like cosmopolitan sensitive love making Norris, and he never did that again. <laughs> no, the Man, fans love spoke. to see that. <laughs> yeah i had i had two favorite parts one was uh there's like this weird kind of like love slash sex montage between norris and the love interest <laughs> you said start fresh oh we're doing another one his Damn, dumbbells and his grip trainer <laughs> <laughs> I like putting clothes all over my workout gear. Nasty looking feet. Sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> They're kissing like two fish. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? 
Who prepared that tray? Hey, don't spill the trays. I don't think he had that lying around. No. Look at that nipple shot. You know, maybe his Jesus Christ! Shaking the leaves, balls. <laughs> that hammock is swinging like fuck. <laughs> this is. Yeah. And midway through it, they're hanging out. Well, first of all, <laughs> they're in bed. They're in this house by themselves. Uh, and they're in bed, and there's this tray of like well put together food. like food. <laughs> there's like an apple that's like cut and it's presented very cleanly. And there's like a bottle of champagne and two glasses that are upside down. And it's like, who the fuck did this? Who put this together <laughs> and put it on their bed? But then right after that, it cuts to them on a hammock and they're swinging. And my God, it's like the idiot deputy just like was like, yeah. hey, man, swing it. So like, yeah, I got it. And then just <laughs> swung him as hard as he could. Because... Clear, they're not fucking on the hammock. Like no. they're having like a nice, like post-coital snuggle. Yeah. But that hammock is rolling. And the hammock waving. is moving 10 feet each direction. Yeah. Like it's fucking And it's a bird's wild. eye view. So it yes. looks like we're in a hurricane. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> looks insane. It's wild. And then uh, my other, my, my true favorite part, which will be no surprise to JD and Giles, is uh, toward the end, one of the doctors, I don't remember which doctor it is, but he's sitting there in his chair and he's just crushed half a fucking <laughs> handle of apple juice. And he's <laughs> sitting there and behind him, the monster walks up just outside of the doorframe. I mean, two inches outside of the doorframe. And the doctor goes, I've been expecting you. Please come in. What's the character's name in Taxi Driver? Travis Bickle. Travis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's it. I've been expecting you. Come in. <laughs> I did it, John. <laughs> I made history. <laughs> we did. I'm the only one left who knows how we did it. <laughs> and then the monster takes half a step forward and stops. There's no door to open. There's no way. Like, it's a door frame. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> he moves six inches forward and he's like, yes, all right, we can have this conversation now. <laughs> <laughs> like this? Uh, uh, it was like almost sarcastic. <laughs> it was it was like a it was a fucking airplane joke, is what it was. Yeah. Like yeah. oh my god. That was It was beautiful. It was beautiful. There's a there's another bit, same woman. She's she's running through the house. And she finds the the artist, like the doctor's wife, who's the artist. She's dead in the bed. And then she runs into the hallway and finds the doctor hanging oh. on the back of the door. And Hang she's out. just screaming, like standing there next to this dead body, screaming for about 15 seconds. And then just decides, oh, I guess I'll open the door now. And then just opens <laughs> yeah. the door and runs yeah. out. I will. And, you know, I thought that was weird, but I think she's really imagine she's seeing like two of her closest friends just completely dead and she's actually i think she's playing that shock up or something because yeah. even when she's she's hysterical when norris is trying to talk to her and i guess you would be but i don't know it seems like a lot of people are overthinking their motivation yeah it could be yeah could be but uh yeah anyway were, were, were there any other parts that anybody wanted to bring up i mean that, that hanging on? out part is pretty cool because it's the actual yeah. actor and he's like mouth yeah. open eyes <laughs> like completely yeah. wide and she closes the door so he's on the inside of the closet and she closes him his door and you he does a pretty good job but at the very end he like looks at where he's going <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just very end it's pretty good yeah ron yeah. silver always commits yeah yeah he's good
All right. Well, I guess uh, with that, we can go ahead and move on to the bees. Um, a decent amount for this one. So I have, uh, we have blood. We have a blazer, a Chevy blazer. We have a blonde Norris, which was weird to me. I I never really knew Chuck as a, as a blonde, Mm -mm. uh, but he's blonde in this one. Uh, we have blasts. We have boobs. We kind of have a blade. There's that guy in the bar, and he like has it tucked into his waistband, but we never actually see the blade. No, I'm calling it a Bowie knife for a B. But we have lots of berry blue jeans. Uh, we have bikes and bikers, belt buckles, beer, boat, comma motor. Uh, we have a fantastic barroom brawl. We have a biohazard sticker. We have a burning body. We haven't had one of those in a mm-hmm. long time, but that was mm-hmm. a good one to come back. And then a couple of honoraries. Uh, we had two different guys through glass. We had uh, yeah. one guy that got thrown through the glass of the cop car. And then at the end, our Frankenstein's monster got thrown through the glass of the skyscraper. And out. Uh, I will add bumbling deputy to that list. Ah, Bumbling nice. deputy. Very good. Hmm. Anything else? Uh, burgers, comma, double. There ah. you go. Lon um, <laughs> um, Norris, I'll watch all day long. And to give another honorary uh, B uh, designation, um, if if you look at the end credits for this movie, um, you get to the section towards the end of the credits where it's just kind of listing various extras that you see in the big barroom brawl. Mm-hmm. And a few of the ladies who we see are credited as, let me get this right, biker mamas at the bar. Biker oh, mom. biker mamas. We got, we got Which, biker you know. mamas. <laughs> That's uh, fun. And unfortunately, not a small amount of boredom. Yeah, that's true. So with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the ratings. Uh, Giles, why don't you start us off on this one? Um, or, or, I apologize. I feel like I ask this every time because my memory is... Out of useless. five. Out of five, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, three out of five, two and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, I grade Chuck Norris movies on a bit of a curve. Um, there's like, like top of the pile for me is like Invasion USA, which is so much fun. That's like, you know, the oftentimes very wooden Norris being like deployed well the action's fantastic mm-hmm. uh you would also have like uh missing in action uh thrown in there some late 70s stuff i enjoy like breaker breaker um but this is on more of just the kind of just like dull side of things and you do get a lot of dull movies and in, in norris's oeuvre um having said that there are enough like little funny or interesting or just colorful character bits in the margins that certainly made this watchable and a fun time and like a fun night to, you know, to, to spend with you fellas, but you can definitely do a lot better than this, but you know, I'll give it a polite three out of five. Okay. JD. Oh man. I felt like you were a little higher on this one than we were, but I could be wrong. I was, but I'm trying to think. Okay, so uh, Amityville Horror, horror mm-hmm. if you haven't watched it yet, I gave that three and a half bags. And I didn't say this in the episode, but we, it was like three bags. I was like on the fence, whether it was a trash film or just like kind of an okay movie. But the half was uh, Patty Duke carrying the goddamn thing, like poking her head out of the third oh, yeah. bag and like, you know, leaning it forward a little bit. This one's different. I I wanted to give it four off the bat. But the it, the lulls are pretty long. Like mm-hmm. it's a little dull, but it's a trash movie. Like if you've never seen Chuck Norris other than Walker, Texas Ranger, and you watch this, you're just going to like, I don't know. You're going to flip out. I think this was a real fun. This is a really fun movie to watch with your friends and just discover this new side of chuck norris it's like it's almost like italian stallion with stallone or something <laughs> not that it's a porn but it's just like what the fuck he's in bed with some boobs suck any shit you know 
I don't know. That's I think it's Norris being so just oozing sexuality that kind of like <laughs> it's so weird like to see him in this like and and every all the other crazy bad shit stuff that happens. Hmm. What Giles, you gave it a polite three. Yeah. Is that what it was? Um man, because it's nothing like oh, well, this is tough. I'm gonna have to give it a four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The rage was silent, but deadly. That didn't mean anything, but yeah. All right. <clears throat> so we have four from JD, three from Giles. Uh yeah, I there were parts of this that I liked. There were parts of it there were good and bad parts of it that reminded me of Shakma which I really love um, where it's like, you've got some really good character bits and some good. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I love Shakma, but Shakma's downfall is that towards the end of Shakma, there's a lot of really bad pacing, right? It's like yeah. they made a yeah. 50 minute movie and they were like, well, we need another 30. And mm-hmm. then they just kind of fucked it up. This, I feel like they made a 30 minute movie and they were like, we need another 70. And so <laughs> it's, it's, it's the pacing is so rough for me. Like this could easily be a broadcast hour episode mm-hmm. of Walker, Texas Ranger, but yeah. instead they made it an hour and 40 minute film. Um, I do love Chuck boning down. That's something <laughs> I'd never seen before. Um, not just boning down, but like boning down with romance, or at least yeah. this movie, like attempt at like attempt at romance. He's smooching, yeah. Like he he's 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 kissing, he's stroking, he's caressing. Like, come on, he's a he's a good lover, from what I can tell. Um, but ultimately, it just didn't it didn't really do much for me. So I'm gonna be a little harsher on this guy. I'm gonna give it a two, a two bags, a two bagger. Uh, which gives us an average of three, which I think is that's about right. That's where it should have ended up, I think. Yeah. I'll put it this way: I already have missing an action queued up here. So I'm just gonna fall asleep to that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Was he in Delta Force? Is that that yeah. movie? Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if I remember that right, but yeah. If you haven't seen it, I would hardly recommend Invasion USA, which I think you can also watch on Tubi. That's mm, in my okay. mind. That's tops with regards to early. Norris, if you are a Walker fan, check out Lone Wolf McQuaid, which Holy plays shit. like a feature length Walker pilot, um, just a bit more violent. And the enemy is uh, David Carradine, I believe. So, that's, oh, nice. That's a fun one. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that'll be three bags of trash on average from the Trash Movie Kings for 1982's Silent Rage, starring Chuck Norris. Uh, I have been your host, Adam Edwards. Joining me this week, Chris Giles. Thanks for joining us. And J.D. Karpicki. J.D., by the way, uh, if you're listening to this episode tonight, if you're listening to it the day it comes out tonight, we have bowl cuts. J.D. has bowl cuts at Rec Room mm-hmm. Arts. Uh, what time is that? Eight o'clock. Uh, doors open at seven thirty. Shows at eight. Um, it's after the Astros game. If they needed a game six, yeah. Hopefully not. Oh, I heard they won it in five. Awesome. You know, I don't know. You're listening to this now, so who knows what's going to happen? Uh, but every time we have a bull cuts in October, it's fucking Astros, which is great. Which is great. I love the Astros. Hope they win soon. Yeah. Anyways, twenty fifth. <laughs> yeah, it's a great fucking show. Please, please come out and watch it if you if you're in the Houston area. Uh, it, it, it's a good time. Do you do you know who's going to be there, JD? Yeah, it's it's Halloween time, guys. So we're we're doing a costume contest. We're doing like uh, games and spooky movies. So it's going to be Dallas Box. Uh, we have Kira uh, Boldrigini, who's a new filmmaker in Houston. She's amazing, and uh, JP De Stefano 
who um, just were, he directed uh, Halloween Night, which was a fan film that got a lot of attention on YouTube. He also was involved in Scream Legacy, which just crossed a million views on YouTube. So we're going to talk to him about that. And this is going to be a fun, spooky, stupid time. We've got some sketches and stuff. So don't miss it if you can come out. Like, get over there. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah. It's what, one o'clock? You're watching this at premiere time? Come see us at, at eight o'clock in the rec room. Yeah. 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 Please, <laughs> please do battle the, uh, the minute made traffic and make it yeah. to rec room. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be there. I don't know. I don't know about Giles, but like, I know I'll be there. JD will be there. Joey will probably be there. Um, but yeah. So <clears throat> see us tonight at rec room arts for, for bowl cuts. Uh, thank you to Southern star brewing company for giving us the beer for tonight's episode. Thank you to everybody who's listening and watching for your time. Give us a follow on all social media. Shoot us an email, trashmoviekings at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys for giving up your Thursday nights, Friday mornings, and we will see you next time. <laughs> Ha 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 